Welcome back to the Talking Nerds, the podcast where we discuss Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and other current topics in nerdum. My name is Nate, and I'm with Nick and Tim. What's up? Good evening. We have been on a bit of a hiatus because of Easter, but we are back uh, and ready to talk some nerdum. We did. Uh, we did actually see. Kane, uh, sorry, I keep saying it wrong. Godzilla vs. Kong. I keep wanting to say Kong vs. Godzilla. Godzilla uh, versus Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, we did see that last crossover week. in theaters. It was pretty cool in theaters. Um, we saw it on the ultra screen, and I liked it. I thought it was uh, a little cheesy, but I liked the action. It, it wasn't known for its storyline, but <laughs> those were some of the best fights oh, yeah. ever. It was a kaiju uh, genre. It, yeah. it was basically a kaiju Batman versus Superman, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there could have been a Mothra. Mothra. Why did you say that name? <laughs> it could have been right there when, uh, <laughs> when Godzilla had his leg on or his foot on Kong's chest and they were screaming at each other. That was literally the moment when Batman had his foot on Superman's neck and was about to kill him. Yep. I thought Kong was a little bit too emotional, though. I think, I mean, it, it added, obviously, some depth to the story, which you kind of, I mean, it's kind of hard to have that in one of these kaiju movies. But I thought he was kind of, it kind of just made him lame. Yeah, well, we were know. talking about how it, how he seemed kind of, kind of weak and like kind of i guess you like you were saying more emotional and but i think that all goes to show and i don't know if we all agree that godzilla is probably the clear winner yeah and i don't think that yeah it doesn't mean that kong's not a boss because he he is but he's just not as good as godzilla and that's fine yeah seems to me that Kong was basically like a giant child. <laughs> yeah, he was. I mean, it makes sense because children react to things emotionally. Kind of like a monkey. Have little self-control, you know. Oh, he, he is younger, significantly younger too than Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Although I'm still kind of confused on whether the the hollow earth was his home or just his ancestors' home. Because if yeah. it was his home, that would imply that he's pretty old still then. Seems like it's probably the home of both him and Godzilla. Well, we I, may, yeah, that's true. That, that, that could be future movies where we get some background information on Hollow Earth. It's kind of like a... Um, what's the word? It's like primordial, I think is what it's called. Um, where it's like a, a landscape that... Uh, pre uh, prehistoric. That's the word. Oh yeah, prehistoric. Um, yeah, it's like prehistoric down there. Now we didn't see straight dinosaurs, but we saw not yet. <laughs> kind of, well, kind of the kaiju equivalent of dinosaurs. Um, yeah. The the scale of creatures is just down there is just on a grander scale than um, upstairs. Now they did say that titans come from there, right? Is that what they were saying? That's what they were saying, but that would imply that Godzilla came from there. Would that also imply then that Kong's species is the actual rulers? Yeah, the alphas of the Titans then? That's what it seemed like they were saying. 
but Godzilla is somehow an outlier and stronger than than Kong or Kong should have been stronger but he was more um well they kept on talking about the the um the ancient fight between the two was it Kong though or was it his ancestors <laughs> yeah it could have been that's what i'm confused about cuz he seemed to be familiar with the place but i didn't think he was that old so i don't know and he knew what the axe was too so I, I don't know. Maybe we'll get that in the sequel. But I also heard this was the end unless fans wanted more. So I don't know. I thought the coolest part of the movie, other than obviously the fighting was spectacular, especially the end fight with Mechagodzilla. That was mm-hmm. freaking awesome. But I really liked that they looked a lot like the original kaiju from like the old movies, you know? Like, like even Mechagodzilla didn't look really futuristic. He he looked like a, like the Mechagodzilla from, you know, the 1950s or 60s or whatever. Like he didn't look like a transformer, you know? <laughs> yeah. He wasn't Michael Bayified. He actually had kind of skinny arms when they each were right. holding an arm out. He was very skinny. Yeah. And that's, that was to replicate that original look. So I like that. I thought that was cool feature they added there um but yeah that end end scene was so cool just the three of them fighting so if you haven't seen that movie yet you should totally watch it uh it was definitely cooler in theaters if you're comfortable with that because it's just you know the sound surround and the giant screen was awesome Uh, but it is on hbo max if you have an hbo max subscription not a sponsor um I thought the uh, the center of the earth portion was very well done. Oh yeah. I mean, they could have just like made it a really uh, innovative landscape, but they made it very. How do I say this? Interactive. Yeah. Um, you know, Although I do not... have a problem with it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. What's that? The sun. How is there sun yeah. sunlight in there? That's the Earth's core. Yeah, but where? Yeah. I mean that that may be, but where's it emanating from? And it's the, right. it's the very center. So if you get to the very center of the Earth, there's still going to be an epicenter. Like it's, it's still going to be like a ring, and at the very middle of the ring is the actual core. This with is light and heat. This is where science comes in, <laughs> and you wouldn't you would burn up. But well, okay. also, I mean, obviously, yeah, the core is that's in, true. In in a hollow Earth, is a whole lot smaller than the core in a in a, in a solid Earth. And I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's, it's like, weird. It's like asking um, in in fantasy, um, where does fire come from in a dragon? Like, wouldn't it burn up its insides? Um, His lungs, duh. Well, that's kind of like a flamethrower, you know? At what point does... Like, Flamethrowers don't have fire actually literally inside them, you know? No, but where's the spark coming from in the dragon? What doesn't don't they have like some sort of uh, uh, fluid? Yeah, fluid that is flammable. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not saying they don't have that. They do have that. That's what sprays, but it has to be ignitable, which means that something is igniting it. So where's there's, the spark? There's probably nerds <laughs> out there that know a lot more about this than we do. It's like the the uvula, like it's like a match. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question, but. 
I just think because it's a hollow earth, then, okay, so let's say you're right. It's a man, it's the core, but then the core would still be this floating ball. It, and it would, yeah, Nick was saying everything would burn up and it wouldn't be big enough then to warm the entire earth. So, I mean, I can, I can look past it for fantasy purposes, but I, it just didn't seem, the light was just weird. I don't know. They didn't explain maybe it it's, maybe it's like a uh, maybe it's like a self-contained reverse black hole. Um, maybe it's a portal to the actual something. <laughs> I mean, something down there's got to be creating the uh, the gravity well. Um, well, if well, they make another movie, like they can figure that out. Black hole with an event horizon. The event horizon is what's giving it the light, like an interstellar. Another weird thing is though is there's gravity on both sides. Like Kong jumped to the other side. So that means gravity is pulling from both the top and the bottom, mm-hmm. which means that there's like a center to the set center. Like gravity pulls inward to the core, but then it kind of stops, I guess, before the hollow earth because the hollow earth is obviously hollow and the gravity is coming from both sides of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of weird. You yeah, would I think was right it would in be the- right in the middle, but no. I, I do appreciate that we've, you know, of all of the center of the earth movies that we've had, this has definitely been a different take than any other with yeah, the whole gravity thing and the whole, you know, turning back upside down or also, it'll be interesting. Also, it's not as big as like journey to the center of the earth is huge. And it's like almost like another earth, but like that wouldn't make sense for the size, you know? Well, I, I was reading that if they make another Kong movie uh, that revolves around the Howl Earth, that there will be more to it and more creatures. Yeah. I, I mean, think I just they mean should, like the size of it's different. They should um they should put together Pacific Rim <laughs> um with the uh, I guess it's the monsters movies. Um and you can't the, touch Pacific Rim. <laughs> and and Burn as well, because that would be the, the perfect combination. Which one? Uh, Jules Verne. What's that? He's the one that wrote 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure he wrote tw- uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Um, but yeah, have you seen the original uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth movie? No, just a remake. I saw the one with Rock. <laughs> the, uh, the one with Rock, I mean... That that's the sequel to the remake. It's adventurous, but it doesn't compare with the original. That The original to that one was had the guy from The Mummy, um, who's no oh, longer yeah. really an actor anymore, I guess. <laughs> Something happened to his career. Brendan Fraser? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I never really liked him as an actor that much, but... Black Widow got a uh, is now scheduled to hit theaters and also Disney premiere access on July 9th. Uh, it was originally May, but now My it's been moved to day. July. Comicbook.com says by moving Black Widow from May to July, the movie's domestic projection has increased from 45 million to 170 million dollars with a new projected opening weekend of 63 million dollars. That may be lower than the standard $100 million plus dollars for opening weekends that Marvel is used to pre-pandemic, but it's a good sign for the future of the film industry. So I guess that's kind of why they moved it was that it's just they're going to make more money in July. But I don't know. They waited so long, it seems like they should have just done a May. Yeah, it's very anticlimactic now. 
yeah i don't know it still looks good i'm I'm still gonna see it in theaters um not as excited about taskmaster i mean i he'll be cool but it just seems like uh uh it's an odd way of introducing him because um he wasn't really anywhere else but i guess that it's most marvel villains they just they don't show up anywhere else i don't know why but they're in their one movie then they get defeated or or die or something. That's the one problem I have with Marvel is they kill off villains too quickly. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I was actually watching the end, like the last couple of scenes of uh, Jessica Jones. And you actually watched that? <laughs> wait, did you not watch that show? I actually only watched Daredevil, but I only watched a little bit of it. Oh. I don't know. Wasn't really interested in them as much. Okay. Well, skip Iron Fist. It wasn't great. <laughs> Defenders are forgettable. Um, honestly, Daredevil seasons one through three is worth watching. Um, but Jessica Jones gives us one of the best Marvel villains on screen that they oh, ever filmed. That's uh that's you uh watch that. That's a fighting it? words right there. That's what the fans say, and I agree. Who was it again? Kilgrave. Never heard of him. Kilgrave. He can. Um, he issues commands via his voice, and if a person hears them, they have to obey them. Interesting. No matter yeah. what they are. So, kind of telepathic ability. Not exactly telepathic, because the person has to hear what you're saying. But hmm. yeah, but yeah. Just, he just like he'll you know he'll knock on someone's door and they'll answer it and he'll just say you're going to invite me in and the person just says welcome you can come in and then you know it goes from there he can take over anyone's anyone's household or anyone at all just, just yeah I've never heard tell of him what to do and they will be forced to obey it I never really got into Daredevil stuff so. He looks like he was a daredevil villain from the comics. Um, well, I don't want to reveal anything more than that. It's only. It, I probably only, won't watch it. I got so much other stuff to do. It's <laughs> only in the first season. It's just one Netflix season. That's all you got to see. Yeah. Well, I think they took it off Netflix, right? Did they? Pretty sure. Because they, they canceled all those shows, so. I'm sure they took them off too, or maybe they didn't. I don't know. Where would they have put them? Because they don't have them on Disney Plus. Uh, maybe they do have them on there. Maybe they just canceled them. I don't know. I really haven't watched Netflix in a very long time, because there's nothing really new on there. Mm-mm. That's good. Um, in other movie news, The Rock announced that Black Adam has officially begun filming. So that's. Uh, I'm very excited for that movie. Um, we obviously are getting the JSA, um, which includes uh, Dr. Fate. And if you haven't uh, heard, Dr. Fate is being played by Pierce Brosnan. 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 I don't know how to say his name. B-R-O-S-N-A-N. Brosnan. Yeah. Fate. Dr. Fate. <laughs> fate. <laughs> yeah. Um. Which uh, I don't know. Know if Tim, do you know who Doctor Fate is? 
Oh. Um, Nick, you know a little bit about him, right? Um, I know he's he's got his powers from this uh, guy. What was his name? Nabu or Nabu? Yeah, Nabu. I think Nabu. Um, yeah, he was a, a magician or something, right? Mm-hmm. So he uses it's the helmet of Nabu, and he basically whoever ho- puts on this helmet gets the powers of Doctor Fate, um, similar to like Thor's hammer, you know. Um, so Doctor Fate is is a sorcerer. He's basically the DC equivalent of Doctor Strange, um, but I would argue he's actually more powerful than Doctor Strange is, um, just based on uh, his feats in comics. Um, but he's actually one of my favorite uh, characters from comics. He's very uh, mysterious. He's very, uh, uh, you know, quaint. I don't know what the right word is. Quiet. <laughs> I don't know. He's a really cool character. Um, so you could look him up and, and uh, read some of his comics. But he's, uh, I'm really excited for that. He and I think, I'm trying to remember who the other um big doctor or a big jsa character is in uh, uh Hawk, hawkman and oh yeah hawkman adam smasher yep so i think hawkman and dr fate are the two big ones and then they're just other smaller ones yeah adam uh, i've heard of adam smasher but i don't know much about who he's not really a main one though like the main jsa are like so john stewart or not uh, uh alan scott i mean alan scott uh, who was original Green Lantern from the golden age of comics. Uh, he was the original um, founder of the JSA, the Justice Society of America. And then Jay Garrick Flash, who's also the golden age Flash. Um, they eventually become Earth 2 versions of Flash and Green Lantern. Hmm. Um, and then uh, Hawkman, the Spectre, and um, Dr. Fate. Those are like the big ones. And then there's like Wildcat, who's kind of like Batman. Or actually, he's more like Daredevil, I would say, but he's a cat, not a Daredevil. Um, but he's like that street fighting type guy. Um, he's just a really good martial artist. Those are kind of like the core. Mm. I'm probably missing some, but those are like the core uh, JSA members. So maybe mm. we'll see some of them introduced towards the end, but um, that's kind of cool. Although I'm I'm confused on what DC is planning <laughs> for their cinematic universe now that you know the snyder cut's been released and there's just a lot of confusion on what's canon mm-hmm. and what's not well i also saw something that black adam could be on earth too or some that would other make earth. sense that would make sense because those are the jsa is uh well i mean sometimes they're earth too sometimes they're not but primarily they're earth too and i heard that um Battenson's trilogy takes place on Earth 2. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard that. So maybe they're kind of going for an Earth 2. Yeah, a reset. <laughs> it could but, help them reset stuff. Yeah. But maybe they're going to I don't know. I don't know why they would just focus on Earth 2. Um but yeah, it looks pretty cool though. Nick, did you have anything else to say on that? Oh, not really. Um, I've I really know. watched many of his pre- uh, trailers. I don't think there's a trailer out yet. There was a teaser. Um, oh. Um, but there, there hasn't been an actual trailer yet, obviously, because they just started filming, I think. But Boss Logic, you know who Boss Logic is? 
He does. Uh, he's like a. He does a lot of cool pictures. Um, like he photoshops a lot of. He's a really good photoshopper, and he does a lot of like photoshops of, um, like movies and random things. I'm poorly explaining this, but he's on Instagram. He's really cool. Um, oh, okay. He he's really good at Photoshop and stuff. So he helped with that trailer, that original teaser trailer for. Um, Got it. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of the artwork is pretty awesome. Like you look for for Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of that's just boss logic. <clears throat> um Loki got a new trailer. Um that releases now on June 11th to Disney Plus. Um that looks really cool. Yeah, and this last trailer revealed a lot about what the storyline's going to be like with the timekeepers. Yep. Yep, who actually I saw I was watching a video on that. Um the you know how it shows like the statues of the timekeepers? uh i might have missed that but okay there's like three statues in the elevators in front of the elevators and then in the, that courtroom there's like those three big heads mm-hmm. on the wall so those are the timekeepers and the middle one looks a lot like king the conqueror um so some people oh. are thinking that at one point kang was a timekeeper mm-hmm. um which would be pretty cool um and there's a part in uh, the trailer where Owen Wilson's character Mobius M. Mobius, <laughs> he <laughs> was showing Loki like a screen where, you know, the time stream was like splitting up into little branches. Yeah. But it wasn't just future events that were, you know, going off. It was also past events. So hmm. maybe what Loki did set off uh, something where, you know, King the Conqueror would somehow set off something with King the Conqueror to where Kang goes to all these different points in the past. So hmm. that'd be cool if they somehow bring him into it. Cause we know he's going to be in it eventually with, uh, you know, Conqueror. it's actually, uh, you know, it's actually really cool is, um, the, uh, uh, what is it called? The track that, um, the, how do I describe this? <laughs> when, Tony Stark in Endgame was trying to figure out how the time travel was going to work. Um, the solution that he came to um, in his like blue interactive uh, thing in his home. Um, there's a better word for it than that. I don't know. <laughs> his hologram. Yeah. 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 The hologram thing that um, the solution that he came to was a physical shape, right? Mm-hmm. Do called- you know what that shape was called? It's called a Mobius. It's called a, it's called a Mobius strip. Yes. It's a Mobius strip. Yep. Because it yep. doesn't it doesn't have two sides. It has one side technically. Yeah. If you start yeah. tracing it all the way along it, it twists, and then all of a sudden you're on the other side of it. Right. Um, yeah, I did wrong, notice that. The uh, the timelines that are being messed with in Endgame, the the fruits of that, the ramifications of that are being dealt with by a guy whose name is Mobius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, you know, why the timekeepers didn't step in um, when the Avengers were doing all of that. But then I read that, you know, because the ancient one was telling Hulk, okay, if you do this, you got to make sure that, that you put them back. I guess that they trusted that they would put them back, but then Loki, well, of course. Yeah, happened. there was that one variant then. And yeah. That's, that's what it is. 
another thing too is Loki. Um, if you watch there, he looks different in certain uh, time periods. You know, like at one point he's at, at, in Pompeii. Um, one, you know, when Pompeii blew up, the volcano exploded. There's one point in the trailer where he, him, and Mobius are actually in Pompeii. There's a moment where he is uh, like, um, who is that escape artist who jumped off a plane with money and then they never found his, it was like in the 1970s. Um, no, no, <laughs> he was like a criminal. Um, but basically this guy, you know, did a time or, or a heist where he got a bunch of money, got on a plane and he, the plane landed and he wasn't on it or whatever. And so this, people never found out why um, he jumped or he was disappeared. But I think that's what they're trying to do in this saying that Loki was that guy. And then he jumps off the plane and it's um, the uh, uh, what do you call it? The rainbow bridge. Oh, the Bifrost. The Bifrost. Oh, the Bifrost. The Bifrost catches him in midair. So there's like different versions of Loki. Uh, even like the vote, you know, the president Loki, where I think that because there's a point in the in the trailer where New York is destroyed. Yeah. That, that might be intense. like a timeline where Loki won the Battle of New York. Um, and then he, he runs for president, um, which is actually a comic series called vote vote loki i think um they're they're basing it off of but loki in that same uh, scene loki um is not dressed in that you know vote for loki suit he's in the time variant suit so maybe there's multiple versions of loki from different alternate universes and he has to fix things because and in that in that scene loki's like what did you expect and he was talking right to the camera so maybe he was talking to another version of himself it'd be interesting who knows? i'm excited i think it's going to be a really uh fun and um i'm excited what they're doing with the whole time travel stuff but yeah yeah, it brings back some hope for the TV shows because honestly, so far, the TV shows have not been that great, in my opinion. Well, I, I think I've kind of decided to not theorize as much <laughs> Yeah, because I don't want to be like wrong or like disappointed, I guess. Which there is there is naturally, I think, less theorizing that you can do with Winter Soldier or Falcon oh, and Winter Soldier. Yeah, for sure. Loki, though, you can do a lot, I think. Yeah. So so yeah so now um we're gonna move on to falcon and winter soldier um and the last time we spoke it the it just premiered so <laughs> a lot has happened it, it's now on episode four just came out um that we just watched so a lot has happened since we last talked um so uh spoiler warnings for anybody listening um if you haven't watched uh, through episode four of Falcon and Winter Soldier, do so or stop this podcast before you uh, listen on. Um, yeah, uh, John Walker sucks. <laughs> yeah, hate John Walker, but I am like disappointed in people who are like literally giving him death threats because it's like 
He's just an actor. <laughs> right, uh, given Wyatt, Wyatt, what's Russell? Riot? Yeah. Well, and if you wow. do the way it's going, it's the writer's fault, not John Walker's. I mean, honestly, there if, if people name, hate him, Wyatt like Russell? he's playing it very well. Then you know that means he's a good actor. Wow. People are actually yeah. giving him death threats. I'm like, you need to separate these things. He's not Sheesh. actually John Walker. Like, that would be like giving Imelda Staunton death threats because she played Umbridge so well and <laughs> or. <laughs> True. Or Josh, or Josh really Roslin. Nice, she's a really nice yeah. woman. It's, she just played the character really well. Yeah. Or Josh Broslin for wiping out half of the universe. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. Ralph Ralph Fiennes is or Fines or whatever his name is. Or Ralph um, Boner for being Ralph Boner. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Um, but yeah. So basically, um. John Walker, he now has the uh, Super Soldier Serum, which mm-hmm. obviously, if you if you know anything about the comic book character, he already had the Super Soldier Serum, so it was, it was about time he actually got it. Um, but what makes him different um, from pretty much any other the main characters, like uh, Steve. Steve didn't know really what he was getting into when he got the Super Soldier Serum. Um, and I think in that first Captain America movie, uh, the scientist, yeah, the scientist literally said it enhances. enhances characteristics of the yeah. self, right? So, yep. Steve Rogers is already this very patriotic, um, you know, super good person. John Walker obviously is not, he's a lot more conceited, so that's going to be drawn out more when he, yeah, you know, after having the serum, but essentially, you know, Bucky didn't ask to get the serum. Um, and Steve Rogers didn't, but this guy did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of makes him obviously a lot worse, or it's going to be a lot, it's going to have a greater effect on, or a worse effect on him than the mm-hmm. other two. Um, because he purposefully did this to himself. Well, it's not just that he purposefully did it to himself though. It's, it's not the, the, the will to take it or not take it. I mean, halfway through getting the, uh, the serum um howard stark almost turned the machine off and then rogers said wait no no i can do this i can do this so he had some will in it going in it's not that 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 makes it good or bad it's who you are to begin with yeah Yeah. Um, that's why erskine said you know when when you go through with this just make sure that when you come out the other side you remain not a perfect soldier but a good man yeah um, that's why when the early form of the serum um, that uh, Johann Schmidt took mm-hmm. before it was ready, it amplified him from being bad to being mm-hmm. worse. Right. Good becomes better, bad becomes worse, as Erskine said. So <laughs> the, the ambiguity here is... Um, we know barely anything about John Walker. We don't know what his, I mean, he puts on a, a front clearly of bravado and um, arrogance, but that may not necessarily, well, they could have made it a little bit more ambiguous as to where um, 
the serum would take him body and soul, but I think that we're getting a taste of that now because the first thing he does with it is go off and kill somebody with the shield. Yeah, which I totally knew that he was going to... I was going to say something had to set him off like yeah. over the edge. And I was like, his friend is going to die. Oh, yeah. And then his friend died. I was like, also, I knew is it. he dead? I'm not sure that... I'm not convinced that he's dead. I think he he's... might not be, but I I think he was. He's I think probably he's paralyzed, dead. at least. Yeah, if that... Yeah, he's going to be for sure paralyzed. But, you know, that was like the bloodiest scene in the entire MCU. Hmm. Like the most blood in a scene was him crushing that guy, which was very ironic too, because that guy grew up loving Captain America. And then yeah. the thing mm. that kills him is Captain America's shield. <laughs> the irony was, uh, was crazy there. Um, well, I mean, that's the fast track for getting that shield taken away from John Walker. Yeah. That's I don't know gonna if they're going to be able to take it away from him though. Now. Well, with this cliffhanger of an episode, we'll see what happens next episode if they fight and someone tries to take the shield. Yeah. We got to but, see Baron Zemo bust a move. That was <laughs> Did you guys oh, yeah. watch the extended version of the dance scene? I did. Oh gosh. Ten- Marvel released like a 10-hour clip of it. Like oh, a basically a- <laughs> Baron Zemo dancing for 10 hours. <laughs> that was awesome. I saw a meme it was like we live in a society where we love Baron Zemo more than Captain America. <laughs> well, the current Captain America. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting developments going on. We still don't know who this power breaker broker is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like Sharon Carter might actually be uh, working for this power broker um, because she... Um, well, first of all, why was she in um, uh, Madri- Madripo- Madripoor? I think it's Madripoor, right? Yeah. Madripoor. So she was there in the first place um, before they got even got there. And um, we see her when she's on the phone in the slap set episode with Sam. She's walking through those barricades, you know, with all those guys, those military guys. And, like, she's, like, nodding to them. Like, they obviously aren't doing it. So she works with these guys, whoever they are. So my guess is she's actually working for whoever this power broker is. And um, eventually you see, she's like all beat up kind of like maybe, maybe the power broker is mad with her or something based on like, um, you know, stuff, you know, not going as planned or something. I don't know. Um, But it seems like there's parts to her story that we don't really know yet. Um, or why she's there, or what she's doing there. But we should know. probably refrain yeah. from theorizing because yeah, we'll that's definitely why I, I be don't wrong. want to say anything. But... <laughs> she she also got hung out to dry after Civil War, though. Yeah, she didn't she didn't get the pardon that most every everybody else? Got. Yeah, that that right. confused me. Why wouldn't she have gotten the pardon if if uh, Hydra was clearly involved? And I think it was because of her seditious uh, actions in stealing falcon's wings and cap shield for them yeah but she did it to fight against hydra yeah but but she broke the rules on the uh the sokovia accords probably yeah but then again i don't know why she wouldn't be pardoned by now who knows you know what's kind of weird to think about is that steve rogers had kind of a a little mini romantic relationship with her 
Yeah. And she's Peggy's granddaughter. Her and then niece, he went back in time. It's her niece. Niece? Yeah, I think it's her. She's her, her niece. niece. Yeah. Either way, she's related. And he <laughs> went back in time to be with Peggy. It's like, um, I grew up. <laughs> yeah. She well, grew like, up knowing him then at that point in that timeline. Yeah. He had a relationship with his niece, basically, by marriage. <laughs> yeah. That's awkward. Um, which I'm not convinced that he's dead. Oh yeah. Well, cause yep. there was a, well, obviously there's a, at the beginning, the first episode that FBI or uh, that CIA guy or whatever, he was like, Oh, I, I, I think Captain America's on the moon or something like that. You know, like implying that he didn't have a funeral. Yeah. And um, in this last episode, Zemo said, uh, well, he was saying, you know, you know, um, super soldiers are bad. Um, but then Bucky was like, well, Steve wasn't. And then he's like, well, yes, yeah, Steve Rogers was a, um, uh, I don't know what the word is, uh, an outlier or something like that, you know? Um, yeah. and he's like, you, there's not, there's never, or there's not more than one Steve Rogers or something along that line. Right. And that him saying that it like made um, Sam like kind of like look up fast at him. Like maybe he's not dead and maybe there was two versions of Steve then the younger Steve. And then now this older Steve, I don't know. It seems like Mm -hmm. there's just a little bit of cloudedness around like him because they didn't really mention a funeral. Right. Like it, it just seems like they kind of, passed over it really quickly maybe i'm wrong yeah. but i don't know yeah that could just be something we're theorizing about again and it's I like guess. no he's dead <laughs> yeah. i hope he's alive though yeah Did i also notice- hope oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i really hope i don't think this is the way it's gonna go but i hope that bucky gets this gets the shield because i mean he ob- obviously cares about it more yeah I think so, but I I also think that at this point, Sam is probably in the better position of getting it because he's uh, a lot more stable and he can represent Captain America better than Bucky could at this point because Bucky's emotionally unstable. I read an interesting Screen Rant article that um, Falcon is... um, Steve Rogers and Bucky is Captain America. Yeah, I posted that oh, on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, that's that is interesting. He embodies Captain America and Bucky embodies Steve Rogers. That is an interesting thought. That'd be awesome if he painted his painted his wings red, white, and blue. Well, that's what he awesome. does in the comics. He when oh, he becomes yeah. Captain America. He yeah, he basically has that red, white, and blue costume. Um which is a lot more unique looking than when Bucky becomes Cap. He just has the Cap costume on. He just looks like Steve. Could paint so, his arm. Yeah, he could do that, but you know, it's you know. oh his his arm coming off is pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah, and the fact that like she knew just where to to poke it in a couple of places, and then it just fell up on the floor, and he's like, "Wait, what? Yeah, did you <laughs> pretty, know what happened? Pretty awesome to see John Walker get his butt whooped. Oh yeah, that was cool. And he was like, and they weren't even super. (laughs) (laughs) 
I also love how it's interesting how Bucky like cocks his arm, you know, like he did that in when he was winter soldier as well. Like he like, like recharges his arm by like whipping it around. It's kind of weird, but it's cool. He's, like, like he's just loosening, loosening it up sort of. I don't know. He does that in another movie though, too. So I don't know. Kind of interesting. Also, did you notice it's kind of a little, uh, it was like a little Easter egg, not really an Easter egg per se, but when um, Bucky was about to like fight Zemo in the hotel room and Sam was like, it's not worth it or whatever. He's just going to like do the weird, you know, he's just going to like taunt you and do the, the tilted head thing. And Zemo had his head tilted and then immediately like he puts his head straight because <laughs> he knew he noticed what he said. He's like, Oh, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Nate, He's a funny character at all with Madripoor. Not really. I know it's like a, it's a big crime city in the comics. Um, but I have never really read anything. I, I do. I have heard theories that it's going to have, um, Shang Chi is going to take place uh, partly there, which actually comes to a theory that I heard um, that the power broker is actually the Mandarin, um, hmm. and the Mandarin the is actually the real Mandarin, the real Mandarin, uh, who's actually going to be the villain of Shang Chi, because um, it's called Shang Chi and the and the Ten, rings. the Ten rings, which is Mandarin's uh, organization. Yeah. Um, so I wonder, I wonder if they'll have. Uh... If in the background you'll see like Trevor Slattery being tortured or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Because the actually the real Ten Rings Mandarin um, showed up at the end of the one of those Marvel one shots that had Slattery in it. It did. Yep. Huh. I didn't see that. Never saw a face, but it was the actual Mandarin. Um, hmm. or at least that's what I remember. So what's his name? The the man, the real Mandarin wouldn't have died then in Iron Man three. You're saying? No, he wasn't even a part he of that. The real Mandarin. Yeah. Tony never actually met the Mandarin. Oh, oh, the what's his name? That's who I was talking about. Oh, you're talking uh, about the the blonde-headed guy? Yes. I yeah, the guy, the name. the firepower. <laughs> What'd you say? Aldrich Killian. He was yes, yes, Killian. 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 Yeah. No, yeah, he wasn't the real Mandarin. Okay. I read in, that in the comics, Madripoor is like a an island. Um, it's, yeah, it's like, like a, Singapore area. Yeah, it's like, a, that's a good point. It's like Singapore. Um, no, it, like, it is. That's in the comics. It's it's right by Singapore. Okay, well. So it is an island. If you remember in Pirates of the Caribbean, Singapore features not as a as a place where they visit but it's at least a place that gets talked about mm-hmm. a lot well madripoor is known f- as a haven for pirates in the comics um which makes me wonder if they're going to bring in more marine themed characters um well i wouldn't say pirates as in that way like more like no it, it won't be pirates like like depth like <laughs> no but you can still you can still bring in, like, introduce modern forms of in who in the comics would have been like Blackbeard or Corsair, um, um, or at least, I am, 
I am the Captain America now. <laughs> no. But yeah, I don't know. Wasn't wasn't there a uh, when they're do- when they're all doing their report at the beginning of Endgame? Um, you remember Okoye says we handle it by not handling it. Um, it's like that that like volcanic eruption or disturbance down in the ocean somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, the the um, somebody had something to do with the submariner, right? Um, had um, somebody said that might have been like a one of those kind of offhand comments that then becomes source material for something later coming out in the MCU, which could be Namor. Right. Yeah. I think that was supposed to be Namor because eventually they're going to introduce him. I've heard. So, uh, and Namor, if you don't know who that is, he's basically Aquaman for Marvel. <laughs> uh, but he's a lot darker. <laughs> um, he's also at, in the comics, he's part of the Illuminati. Uh, which are like the the smartest the group of the smartest beings on earth. So it's like Tony Stark, uh, Reed Richards, Doctor Strange, Namor, T'Challa. Um, that might be it. Um, but yeah, so he's very smart and he's the king of Atlantis. Um, but he can he can sometimes be uh, more a villain because he cares more about his people than kind of like black adam you know obviously black adam is more of a villain but black adam cares a lot more about his country and his people than the rest of the planet you know um and he'll do anything to protect his country so kind of the same thing with namor would you rather have the power broker be someone new in the mcu or someone who's already been around um, I, I like the theory that it's the Mandarin because um, I think that'd be a good segue into Shang-Chi. But yeah. could be somebody new. That's a good balance. Random, though. It's not someone who we've necessarily seen before, but it's a familiar character if you know, I guess, about it. Well, if you've seen Iron Man 3. Yeah. Because, so. well, you know, you had in 2015 uh, Ulysses Claw in mm-hmm. Age of Ultron very briefly, and then he turns up as a much more major character. Um, yeah, that's true. What, three years later? Black Panther? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. 2014, you have Rumlo have part of a building fall on top of him, and then two years later... He's got his burns sewn up and he's kicking the crap out of Captain America. So yeah. <laughs> you take it. Marvel is good about, you know, having something significant happen to a semi minor character, giving them time for what's happened to them to take its toll and then bring them back in to do more damage and advance the story. That'd yeah. But I, I feel like we'll probably won't. Maybe we'll find out by the end of the show. But it, who knows if they're going to actually really get into it? There's a lot. Two more episodes now. Yeah, that's crazy. So, Only two more. Yeah, we'll see. I kind of like Zemo. <laughs> like I, I wonder how they're gonna, what they're gonna do with him now going forward. Yeah. Somebody. I'm gonna have to rewatch Captain America too because I don't 
really remember his involvement too much. No, he I, was I, in I, Civil War. He's not Civil or Civil or Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Because he's the one. He's the one who framed uh, Bucky for Bucky. blowing up the UN and killing. Yeah, people. I knew all that, but I just I don't remember him specifically, like seeing him him the actor. You remember oh. he's the one who uh, he did he recited the the words to crash his soldier. He crashed his car into like the mailbox initially, and then. He goes into that okay. former, uh, I guess it's a former Russian agent um, hmm. house, and he like s- s- basically strings him up upside down. Yeah, that's over right. The, uh, over the, the sink, in the sink basement. and turns the sink on. Yeah. Hide, oh yeah. Hide, hide, hide yep. That's yeah. Right. Um, and he's in the end when you know Black Panther talks to him in the snow, and he's like, he's about to kill himself, but Black Panther prevents him. You, I'm done. Oh yeah. 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 That's yep. right. Yeah. um yeah which is a shame that that the the actor black panther died um because i wonder if they would have had him in this show instead of um the girl i don't know i don't remember what her name was uh the wakandan who yeah. helped um Starts with a it's i can't remember but yeah, I, can't. I wonder if they would have used him instead um just yeah. because he was the one who dealt with uh, who put um, Zemo in prison in the first place. And obviously he Zemo was the one who killed his father and, you know, he's got a lot of pain. So I don't you know. know. You know, it's kind of interesting. Um, when Endgame came out, it was 2019 and you had the actual events at the end of the movie happening in 2023. Yeah. So this is 2024, I think. So, hang on. So this is now. um, We're now in 20. We're now in 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, In reality, and the movies are still happening, or the TV shows are still happening in 2023. No, I think it's 2024 now because it's six months after. So it should take place in 2024 now. Well, if it was, I was just watching a video on that. So because. Anyway, even if it's just into 2024, the point that I'm trying to make is that they're they're stretching out these things happening. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, they still jumping forward a year or two years like they normally would with these things. They're taking the time immediately following Endgame um, and the aftermath of it and going through it very slowly whereas time it takes to release these things yes yeah, so we can catch up so that they're trying to catch up the timelines and get them back to the same period yeah, yeah. which is which genius. by the way so if there's two more episodes left so that that'll be the 17th and the 24th of april the next or sorry the 16th and 23rd of april what's the next show when's the next show loki or well, loki's june but i can't yeah i think june would be the next thing so there's originally it was supposed to be May. black widow but now black widow is july so i think it's june is loki july is black widow and then what if is later and then we also have black widow would have been may that's why there's a gap right that's what yeah that's what i said but um december is spider-man 3 and then i think they're i think shang chi is november or maybe that's 2022 now. I can't remember. Some There's something else at the end of this year. And then the beginning of next year, I know, is uh, Multiverse of Madness. I think it's mm-hmm. like March. 
or something. When like is that, the so. uh, when is the long-awaited sequel to Avatar supposed to come out? <laughs> I have no idea. I thought it was this December, but it was supposed to be this past December, but obviously they pushed it back. But I know there's might be next going to be like five of them all together. I remember, I remember when the first one released, and they said that the sequel would come out in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Definitely. I just don't know what they're going to do with those movies. Like, I know yeah. that the next one is supposed to happen with a lot of emphasis on like, um, like underwater and under, undersea mm. locations. Um, mm. It's also, if you think about it, when it comes out, it'll be 13 or 14 years after the original. Yeah. Are they still, are they uh, bringing back Sam Worthington? Bringing back all of them. Yeah. Mm. Well, at least in May we get the bad batch. Yeah, that's true. There was a new trailer, right? You said. Yeah, yeah. I just watched it. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, watch there's it a a new character. It's like this little kid. I don't I don't know what his or her her significant is. I think it's a her. The more and more I think like see everything coming out, I'm just like kind of done with Star Wars <laughs> until the the Mandalorian season three comes out or Luke Skywalker. I'm just kind of eh. We'll see what's happening, but. I don't know. Yep. I'm looking for one other Zemo quote. It's when they're on the plane. Um, to uh, not this past episode, but the one before it. Um, yeah, I think I kind of know what you're talking about. I'm trying to find it, but yeah, the danger with with America's super soldiers. But yeah, good. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was he was the last place I expected to find that. You must have really looked up to Steve, but I realized something when I met him. The danger with people like him, America's super soldiers, is that we put them on pedestals. They become symbols, icons, and then we start to forget about their flaws. From there, cities fly, innocent people die, movements are formed, wars are fought. Hmm. You remember cities that. fly, yeah. Yeah. As a young soldier sent to Germany to stop a mad icon, do we want to live in a world full of people like the Red Skull? You said that to Winter Soldier. Yeah. Lucky. That was a cool line. It is cool. And it... <laughs> who, who was it that said it? Um, I feel like War Machine might have said it. Um, that No, it was, it was Vision. It was Vision in Age of Ultron um, that the Avengers very existence invites challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, you get that much power and ability and talent um, centralized and, and grouped and, and focused. That's the word. Um, it just in, invites, you know, an equal to the challenge kind of, um, well, challenge, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, any last minute thoughts, guys? Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> on that on that same on that same note, um, Zemo's right to a degree because I mean, okay, Zemo is right, and we don't like to face up to the fact that it's true about those kinds of heroes because we like to see them do what they do. But 
um, if Stark and Banner had not been trying to create Ultron, Sokovia wouldn't have happened. Yeah, that's true. Things they don't understand. They think they understand them, but they find out the hard way that they don't. Yeah. So. But it wouldn't have made them see what it is today. So. Also, I kind of want Ultron back. I liked him as a villain. So. Yeah, and uh, James Spader is just one of the greatest actors. He's so good. His voice is awesome. He even wants to come back. He said so. We need a villain. Bring back Ultron. We need a villain in the MCU uh, who it like it takes a, a really long time to get another kind of um, group like Avengers movie released. And when it comes out and you go, the heroes go through that particular storyline, they fail at the end and mo- most of them die. And then you have to get another group movie up, up to that point again to try and face off at, at the same villain with different stakes. Um, and then they fail too. And I don't know, like, wait, when all the heroes, are you, are you talking about look, the plot of, of infinity war? <laughs> no, no. What I'm trying to say, I want, uh, I want stakes. I want, I want, I want steaks and potatoes. I want a steak right now too. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want like almost twenty movies of the villain gets introduced and dies, and pretty much in the same movie. I agree and with that. Basically, none of the characters, none of the, none of the good guys ever die because then it's just like if that's going to be the, the the same formula every time, then it's not even. Um, you don't fear for the characters with anything that they go through because they're always safe. Yeah. What's I think that's kind of that? gone though. I think it's more and more likely that characters can die now. So I don't know. We'll see. What yeah. happens. We will see the words of 2021. Well, with that, uh, we will see you guys next time when we talk about all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and other current topics in your life.